adulterous in a time when adultery was a, a, a taboo for women, not so much for men. But so I'm interested in exploring the other half of history, the half that that has been ignored, and that's the women's stories. Mm. And are these people, Penelope, are better that you personally admire? Yes, I mean, Arbella, she's a funny one. She's a, you know, she's difficult to admire. So she she was a challenge to write because she's this at once very vulnerable, but, in, you know, the way I've characterized her, very sort of prickly and difficult. And she was a bit crazy as well. She, you know, sort of driven crazy by her situation. Also, there's a theory that she was had an illness that, that gave her periods of madness. And she was a prolific letter writer. So we have a whole um, archive of letters that we can read and to access her actual voice, her inner thoughts. And some of the letters really describe that, those periods of madness as well. Mm. You know, some, they, they, they begin in this beautiful italic and they're also quite formal and then she goes off and they start to become more and more fantastical and the writing becomes kind of more kind of scrawly and crazy. So that having those artefacts helps to characterise somebody. But on the other hand, those letters, they, they don't, they're not a picture of a really sort of charismatic and alluring woman like, Penelope Devereux, she was she's just this sort of incredible kind of firebrand. Whereas Arbella, she's more quiet, she's very self-destructive. But I think there for me there seem to be a lot of parallels to some modern women's lives, you know, that sort of intensely interior, um, introspective character. So that interested me. Mm. And when you're writing a novel like this, where is the line between historical document and piece of fiction? Well, that's a good question and one that I ask myself a lot and other people ask me. I, I see the, the history as a kind of framework on which I hang my characters. And my characters, though, I mean, so with someone like Arbella, we know what happened to her. We know the basic bones of her story and we've got these letters. So we know quite a lot about her for, you know, compared to other women of the period. We know, we know a good deal about her, but we don't know who she was. And so that's where the fiction is. It's for me all in the characterization, bringing those people to life from the inside out and, but using the facts of their story as a kind of framework for, for me to tell my story. So it is fiction, absolutely. And in fact, my other narrator in The Girl in the Glass Tower is another woman, Amelia Lanier, who I call Amy in the story. She is, she is a real figure. She was a poet and another of these women that really interests me. Um, but we know so much less about her life. So the story I've given her has a very few facts of her life. And then I've invented a story to tie it into Arbella's story because they are, they're stories that in terms of what I'm trying to say, they, they're two, two women's stories that chime together. So I've mm. woven them together in a book. But that is a fiction. Mm. Whereas the historical facts and all the shenanigans at the court and and 
what ha- actually happens to the, those two characters, that is historical fact, although, mm. you know, that can be spurious at the best of times anyway. And there's so much written about this period of history, whether that's uh, uh, as a history book or as historical fiction or even in television. What is the allure of this particular period? Yeah, it's a question a lot of people are asking at the moment. I've just uh, I've just been on a a panel at Birkbeck uh, College. We're doing a you know why it's called Tudomania question mark, and why are we so fascinated? And I think there there are lots of reasons. I think you know particularly the Henry VIII and his wife story. I mean, it's extraordinary how much. A cultural production there is about those stories. I think BBC One are doing a Henry VIII's Wives now, a documentary series, and Channel Five have just done one. Um, other authors continue to return to those six women. I think Henry's story is, is like a he's like a Bluebeard character. So there's sort of something mythological about him, and you know he's the kind of charismatic psychopath who murders his wives. It's a story, you know, you think if someone was pitching that, you think, oh, that sounds like a good, juicy story. So I think that's why people...